2: Just follow me, because we need a little controversy,
3: because it feels so We are live, baby. I'll tell you, in the beginning, when you do remotes and you're doing a radio show, you get a little nervous. I actually prefer it. You know why? I get to smoke. Love it. Right now, I am in Lyle at the Humidor Cigar Lounge, where we are going to uh, have an event later. I'm going to be speaking with Dan Proft, as if that is no. I'm always speaking with Dan Proft and arguing with him mainly because he dresses like a six-foot-one Pee-wee Herman, and Dennis Prager, who I am very looking very forward to uh, speaking. Um, So this is going to be a little different, but I have to tell you, we're going to talk about, uh, obviously, all of the moronic decisions made by the mafia, Marxist mafia we refer to as Democrats, and we have the, the prime example of that, and you know this, we live in the sewer, the once great city and state that the Democrat mafia has destroyed. And before I move on to diapers Biden and his failures and foibles, I would like to point something out that is really irritating me. To me, what has happened with the police department and the politicians is an absolute and total disgrace. Government's primary job is to protect the citizens through corrupt political whores, mainly Democrats, although it includes some Republicans, but Democrats specifically of Chicago. They, to me, when they pretend to rally around police or pretend to represent law or pretend to protect citizens, it drives me insane. Because who they are protecting is the perpetrator. Who they create their agenda for is the perpetrator. Whether it's the outright criminal or the person who unfortunately tears down and tears apart the fabric of society. This is their base. And when someone dies, I take this very personally in my family. To me, the part that is supposed to be above all honored and treated with respect is the funeral. To me, funerals are, are sacred. They're to be for people who are truly mourning. So when I see these rat Democrat political whores profit from the death of a police officer, I go crazy. It drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. So it's one thing when you have uh, Geppetto, little Lori Lightfoot in her costume, go to the hospital as if she could give a rip and then come out and lecture us of how society is supposed to act. The whole time, every policy she has, every failure she commits, tears apart the social fabric. Now she's going to lecture to us. Just shut up, sit in the corner, and do what you're paid to do. And I don't mean by the people, I mean by the law firms and the lobbyists and the profiteers the ghetto profiteers who pay your salary, your real salary, not the one the city of Chicago does. You know, like the law firm that cuts you the check for 400000 a year and the rest of it. So when you see them go to the, the, the hospital, it's, it's annoying enough. But to me, this girl's tragic funeral, tragic, beautiful little girl, and she's a woman, I know, it, but it's, I'm sorry, it must be the Italian. I'm going to go with the Cuomo in me. It's the Italian neighborhood in me. To me, when someone is that young, they're always still that little girl, right? And they're supposed to be cherished. To see Porky Pritzker go there and pretend to be aligned with anything that that girl stood for is an insult to everything she stood for, and it's disgusting. Now here's the deal, Porky, you're going to win anyway. Because the voting body of Illinois is corrupted. They're either in on your scams or they're too stupid to see it. That's why when we pretend, oh, we're going to have an election for the secretary of of state. You know who's going to win it? The most connected, the most corrupted, and the smooth-talking swindler, whoever can pull it together your little mafia you call a a, a political party. That's who's going to win it. All right, something happened with my ears I can't hear, but that's all right. Just so the people can hear. And what I want to do is remind people exactly, it's better, remind people exactly, exactly who J.B. Pritzker really is and the laws that he's actually signed into law while pretending to be the governor instead of just a big cog in that Marxist mafia machine that he really is.
1: Criminal justice reform is now a reality in Illinois. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the bill into law this afternoon. He says the law starts breaking down the racism baked into our justice system. The measure abolishes cash bail. That means if a judge thinks a defendant doesn't need to be locked up, they can go free without paying it. It also requires all police officers to use body cameras and increases police accountability by making departments keep misconduct records permanently. It's past time
2: to begin repairing the disproportionate harm that's been done to black communities by the criminal justice.
3: And now the race card comes in. But in the meantime, this law and the ramifications of that law are why police officers don't bring their weapons out when they go to cars. It's just one of the other little little side results. In the Pritzker agenda. So for that chubby son of a dog to go up there and profit from the mayhem he's caused. And for Democrats out there, now I understand when I talk about Democrats. I'm talking about two kinds of people. The wolves that are in on the scam. And the sheep that follow because they want a little bit more walking around money at the end of the month. A little bit more free entitlements that they pretend to be entitled to. Well, they destroy society by their own behavior. So Pritzker and Lightfoot and the rest of the Democrats, you're on the wrong side when you pretend to mourn a law officer. Stay on the side you're supposed to be on, the ghetto profiting side. That's the side you're on, okay? Porky, that's just the way it is. And to watch you pretend to represent anything that that beautiful girl stood for is an insult to everybody. Now I'm done talking about this slob. (laughs) That's right, Porky. But I'm not done talking to you. We'll move on after this. I'm going to take some of your calls. I just find this kind of day to be something where political whores should have the decency to not try to profit from the tragedies they cause. But if they did that, they'd be out of business, and the people would be happy, people would be safe and secure, the laws would be intact, and the criminals would be afraid. Instead, thanks to political whores like Pritzker and Lightfoot and the rest of the Marxist mafia, the police are afraid. And they should be. Because the politicians that run the city and state of Illinois have sided. They picked a side. And it isn't your side. 312 642 5600. I'll be back and take your calls after this. <laughs>
0: Music is good.
3: Johnny Rocket, last day with us. I'm going to miss him. I got used to him. I'll get used to Pete. I'll get used to whoever's filling in there. But, you know, you get attached to these guys George, Macbeth, big, handsome son of a gun. Looks like he shoe horses on his head. You know, you get attached because we're a little family here. And that's how I feel about the listeners. And that's how I feel about our point of view. It's not for everybody. I understand that. I'm not. Listen, the right answer is not for everybody. When you speak the truth, it doesn't come off nice and friendly. It's not for everybody. I understand that. But if we don't start identifying exactly what's going on here, we're going to be like the rest of Chicago and now the rest of every area that the Democrats rule over. We're going to continue to do the same non-effective things. We're going to continue to stick that fork in the light socket. We're going to continue to fail. I don't want to do that. And the way we're going to do that is by calling out the people who profit from the failure You know, this whole thing, as I'm watching this with Biden, do you really think he's going to lose Democrat voters, step-and-fetch voters who want free college, who want free health care, who want free rent, who want free this and that and every other thing? You think he's going to lose one welfare vote? Not one. He's going to gain them. He ain't going to lose anything. So let's stop pretending that they're somehow anything other than what they really are. A detriment to society, a detriment to the country. The greatest threat to this country is not those 14th century morons who are raping kids, destroying everything else. That's the way they've always been. The greatest threat to America is the ideology that they share on so many levels with the American Democrat. That's the true disgust. Mitchell and Displanes.
2: Yeah, first of all, keep in mind that, you know, the University of Illinois did a study where Chicago and Cook County is the most corrupt city in uh, the United States. The state of Illinois is the third most corrupt state in the United States. When you combine those two uh, statistics, you have a problem. What you're talking about basically is that we're in a corrupt environment where you have a governor who is speckless. OK, he's not going to do the right thing and send uh, the National Guard in Chicago to protect the streets because, you know, why do they make him look incompetent? So I guess to be a Democrat, for the unintended consequences is that there's going to be all this blood in the streets. There's also be a called the purge, which is right up against the financial reset.
3: Okay. Exactly. And you know something, Mitchell? It always makes me laugh. That in this city, in this state, we have a media that instead of questioning the very things you're talking about, the very studies you you have cited, among the numerous other examples of it. We have an FBI, a Chicago-based FBI. I don't know what the hell they're doing, except I do understand now there's strict penalties in they're investigating fake vaccination cards. So, Mitchell, until we start to correct this and until we stop pretending that this is just some nuanced inferences in, on American principles and the principles of righteousness, we're going to continue to lose because they're selling... A phony utopia full of safety and happiness and lollipops and rainbows and unicorns. And until we can make the people understand, they're not helping you. They're building the ghettos that are choking you, that are killing your kids. They're celebrating on your failure because it's more money they get in their pocket. Thank you, Mitchell, for the call. I truly appreciate it. Joe in Dundee.
4: Yeah, hey, Sean. Very very, uh, gray, uh, somber day. Putting this lady in blue to rest, and some of the people that showed up at her funeral
0: is just despicable. Yeah, um,
3: and, and you know there are there were there were some people who really wanted to go pay homage to the um, to the to the officer and to the police department. So mainly the today. good people, so mainly hot. the good people in those neighborhoods who are trapped by it, and they wanted to go pay homage and they didn't want to see her death be taken advantage of and and politically profited. But when you see these politicians go there, that's exactly what they're there for. Thank you for the call. I truly appreciate it. And this is something that we have to call out and recognize. Because if we don't, they're going to hide under our own sadness. They're going to hide. They're going to take shade in the event and somehow gain sympathy among Democratic voters who should, in fact, be outraged. They need to be outraged. Because that's the only way things are going to change. Otherwise, the names are fungible. The policies will remain in place. The corruption will remain in place. That's unfortunately what it breeds. And that's unfortunately what's, what's paying off for the politicians. Why do you think there's such a clamor to run for the secret- secretary of state position? And I couldn't help but notice when I saw this. New Democrats at 11, a man news. who taught. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. I couldn't imagine. When I, when I was watching the news, I saw four Democrats, aldermen. They wheeled out Barack Obama's friend with the skin cream. What's his name? Alexei Junilius and the rest of them. My money's on him. He's the most connected. And the reality is they're going to walk into that phony baloney position other than working to why. Why is that position even necessary? Ninety percent of what it does doesn't need its own office. But they know that it's another vestibule of corruption, another area where they could build loyalty. And that's kind of where it goes in the entire scheme of the socialist Marxist agenda. These bureaucracies that right now are being built with the help of Republicans made us stop talking about the infrastructure bill they passed, made us stop talking about the reconciliation. We don't even talk much, much more about the money. As you notice, money's flowing right now. That, that, bill, that bill was passed. Now they're going to grant it, it's got to go to Congress, it's got to go back. But they, that's where their momentum is. This is nothing but a distraction that, in the meantime, I, I predict they win from. Dan, Evergreen Park.
5: Yes, Sean. I'm, I'm calling, Sean, to thank you for yesterday's show. Um, the 67-year-old retired teacher was my sister-in-law.
6: Coming oh home from the
5: goodness. White sex. I,
3: I, I, was, I couldn't before, stop thinking of the lady. I couldn't stop thinking about the, these, these people that are getting killed. Can you? She, all she wanted to do was go to the White Sex game. And how about all the kids that this woman helped her whole
5: life? She did, Sean. She was a wonderful person. In fact, they had purchased a condo in in Marco two years ago, planning to sell their house and move. And this is what they got.
3: Dan, I am so sorry. You honestly, you have my deepest deepest sympathy and condolence i i it's just tragic and it's and it's endless and, and it's it has it's gotta it's gotta stop it's gotta stop they're openly shooting on the roads there was another man killed on harlem avenue in in oak park the other i mean it's just it's just it's just it's just, it's just out of it's out of it's, it's out of control it reminds me of the news we used to get from these third world hellholes, and these are real people yeah. dying these are innocent people these are good people and um Really, yeah, I, everybody listening, you have, you have all of our sympathies, Dan, and, I, and I really.
5: Well thank, well, thank you, Sean, and I just, I just really want to thank you for uh, highlighting that yesterday's show. It was, it was much appreciated. It's
3: my honor, and you did me the honor, and thanks again, Dan. Take care of yourself and take care of your family, please. Okay. Th-
5: thank, you. thank you. Thank you.
3: Bye. Oh, that's a rough one. See, this is the thing. These are people. These are innocent people. That woman was a special ed teacher. They've had kids of all color, of all race, of all religion. She helped them because of her own spirit. Shot, and she's a, she's a news blip, and they got the guy. Anybody want to see what they're going to do? What's he going to get? Is there, is there, is there a penalty you could pay that, that would be enough? The answer is no. But that's what should be focused on. Make it stop. Let the police do their job. Force the FBI to investigate the street gangs. This, these are, this is committed by gangs. Drug addict, drug dealers, scum of the earth. So don't buy the tagline gun control. You need scum control. That's what we need to demand from the so-called politicians. Because here's the thing. They couldn't keep it where they thought they could. They couldn't create the little nooks, the little billion-dollar industry that pays aldermen and bribes people. It doesn't work. It's a collapse of all society. Terry and Rogers Park.
7: uh, if someone sensible uh, runs against Pritzker, maybe he won't be reelected, and anything's going to be better than uh, Lightfoot and Kim Fox.
3: Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Terry, I love the optimism. I really do. But do you think that the sensible people are still optimistic, or are the sensible people realizing exactly the predicament we are in? What you have here are people who are tethered by love and affection, by family. You have people who are tethered by their income, by their job. Those people who had the ability and could afford to have already left, have already set the place. Or they made the mistake of thinking, we'll do it in a few years. Think about how this story would have been different if that woman, that uh, Dan's sister-in-law, her and her husband moved two years ago instead of waiting to move. But they probably stayed for all the reasons we do, right? The kids, the grandkids want to be a part of it. That's, that's what's real dangerous when you live in these Democrat-run cities and states. Not covid what? That's that's the real statistic. How many people have been shot versus how many people who have died from COVID in just the city of Chicago? Now let's do the outlying neighborhoods. Where's the real danger? Where's the real pandemic? Pandemic is Democrat philosophies that enable perpetrators and do not do not do not do honor to victims. They do not protect victims. They protect perpetrators. Listen to today's Democrat. Who is who is their object of attention? Is it the good American, the earning American, the righteous American? I don't think it is. I think you know the answer. Now the only question is do you have the courage to say it? 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. is a dirty, rotten thing. However, it opens up a door. You don't like Facebook? Me either. Create something else. You don't like Twitter? Me either. Create something else. See what's happening in the media? It's been happening for half a century. We've been undermined by the ideology that has torn apart countries throughout history. The ideology of collectivism. It doesn't work. It never did. The good news is, we also have the ability to fight back for a little while in this country. So when I get a guest who gets up off his ass and does something about it, I love it. Joe Curl is the editor-in-chief of offthepress.com. What's offthepress.com? Well, let's ask Joe Curl. Thank you for joining me, Joe. How
1: are you?
8: Thanks a lot for having me. I, I, I can't say I get off my ass a lot now because I'm sitting so much, but, uh, but that's the idea. I'm sitting there so that everyone else doesn't have to.
3: Listen, it's the new world now. It's not like I used to be when I was a laborer for bricklayers. I don't have to grab a shovel and call up, crawl up a scaffold. You can do more from sitting on your derriere in front of a computer with the right intentions than I could do. So, tell me a little bit about your new venture. I'm excited about it.
8: Well, we, we kind of we started to think about this uh, a couple of years ago as Matt Drudge. You know, I, I, I ran the Drudge Report for four years back in the day when it was super good, and when when Drudge really started to go. Kind of hardcore left. I mean, he 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 not only went against Trump, which was fine. He, he he bucked Trump up in sixteen and and fifteen, but then in eighteen and nineteen, he went really hard against him. But now he's just kind of cheerleading for for Biden. So we thought, you know, there's a sign out there that we can do for conservatives that will just give you what you're looking for. Something that you know may may drop drugs so popular in all those years. We just thought there's there's a there's a window here where. If we can give conservatives the, the, a one-stop shop for what they're looking for, then they'll come and find this site. So we, we created it with that idea and just the idea that half of America, like you were talking about social media and, and Facebook and things, half of America can't get to the stories they want. So we created this to, here's a place, you can come on here and you'll get all the stories you're looking for.
3: You know, you, I have to tell you, I'm so excited to hear this because I was a fanatic on the Drudge Report. I mean, Drudge started in early two thousands or mid two thousands, wasn't it? Even before that, well, ninety eight. I mean, he was
8: he was up in the in the in the mid nineties. I mean, when he was up for a couple of years before Lewinsky hit, and that was ninety eight.
3: That's what it was. So yes. when
8: when Lewinsky hit, then he was huge, and then, but yeah, he got really big in the in the early two thousands.
3: So, Joe, the reason I'm asking you about it is because you were integral into what made it. So good before it flipped. Now, I've seen people flip the other way because ultimately the philosophy of the collectivist is, is a is an, it, it's a eight of failure. It doesn't win. It's, it's the wrong idea. So ultimately, smart people right. figure out Keynesian economics and the idea that Fabians can control society and it'll be bliss. They, they wise up after enough failure. I've never seen it flip the other way. So when this first started to happen, I really was disgusted, and I ended it. And I thought to myself, what happens now to all of the people who made it so successful? This is fantastic news. I am excited about you doing it. And are you going to kind of run it in the same fashion where you're linking the very pertinent stories from the point of view steeped in Americanism, in constitutionalism?
8: Oh, absolutely. And that's that's the thing that, you know, what you were just saying there about, being sort of disgusted by it and and disheartened by it was that I, I kept hearing from people you know friends and and just you know casual acquaintances saying I, I don't even look at the drudge report anymore and that's you know like you and I we looked at that thing twenty thirty times a day I, I mean, did. it was yeah. it was just yeah it was just the, the place that you went and it was dynamic and it changed all the time when I was there you know, for four years, we, we, we had three editors. Drudge was one of them and we were changing that page nonstop, you know, 30 or 40 stories on per five hour shift. And then, you know, 20 or 30 off. And then the next day I would come on and do the same thing. It was a super dynamic page changing all the time, but that's, that's again, that's also really changed in the last few years where the page is so static where it just kind of sits all day long and that's Drudge. He wants to make a page and let it sit there, but, People are looking for, you know, news. They're looking for dynamic new things that are happening. That's, that's where we are stepping and in and going, we can change this page nonstop all day. There's so much stuff out there that we're just going to change it nonstop. And you've got to check back 20, 30 times like you did with the old drugs report.
3: This is what I'm excited about, because I've obviously I'm still looking at the Washington Examiner. I'm still um, looking at hotair.com dot com. I'm still looking. But these places are wonderful, but they only have so many guys like hot air. I love they've got five guys. They're all great, but they're writing their own content. This is beautiful because you are actually linking to the failures and foibles of Marxism, of communism, of collectivism. And through that information. I think you were going to do what Matt Rudge did. You're going to get those at one time. Was hundreds of millions of people were checking that page every day because he was linking the stories that accentuated the fact this ideology that is now ruling the world is simply wrong. And those stories pop up in every little nook and cranny that they are implemented. But it really starts from those small municipalities to like the states of Illinois, the cities of Chicago, and for everyone to see, I think is a is a blessing. And I think you're doing a service to America and mankind for that matter. If we could somehow prove beyond the shadow of a doubt what we're seeing now in afghanistan their policies simply suck and they ruin everything they touch
8: <laughs> well that's very well said you mentioned uh, the washington examiner I, I i brought on board at off the press.com a guy from there paul bedard who's you know the, the washington secrets guy he's been around in washington for 30 years he's one of the editors at off the press and he's been feeding that drugs all these stories for a million years but that's that's the whole idea is that, you know, look, we're we're looking at two three hundred stories an hour that then we post five or seven stories I and mean, we're finding the very best stuff that's out there. But, yeah, exactly like you're saying, we're looking at we're digging down into these different little areas, little tiny communities for stories that are, you know, are they, they, they really sort of sum up the entire situation with different things on COVID and the policies there and masking and all that stuff. And, you know, you know, just everything that that can sum up what America is right now, that's what we're looking for. And we're putting it all in one place so that readers can come on and find it in a single spot.
3: You remember when we were kids, and um, they would say, how did this happen to Germany? How did it happen to the, the Russia the, that became the Soviet Union? How did it happen in Venezuela? And it would always reflect to what Goebbels used to say, he who controls the information controls perception. And now you've seen this happen in our country. Are you astonished that in this day and age, one-sided, manipulated information was able to flip so many Americans, the way it did.
8: Well, yeah, that and also the, the the censorship that that is now social media. I mean, you know, fifteen months ago, eighteen months ago, when, when when COVID started, we all kind of went, "Well, where did that come from?" I mean, was it released? Did they was an accident? You know, the, the the Chinese with the you know the help of the World Health Organization said, oh, you know, it just it's just it's just a thing. It's just here, and, and nobody knows where it came from." But a lot of people started saying, hey, don't you guys have a lab there in Wuhan? This is the lab studying, like, coronaviruses. But when you posted something like that on, on Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg would take it down. If you posted it on Google and Twitter, they'd take it down. But then 18 months later, 15 months later, suddenly it's okay to talk about that. And, you know, even, even Biden and, and Democrats in, on Capitol Hill were like, well, yeah, what, what is the deal? Where did that come from? But that's what's so frightening is that even asking that question 18 months ago was banned. You could not do it. You could not say, where did this come from? Did, could it have come from there? This very lab where, you know, John Stewart did a, a great shtick on it. It was like, yeah. the lab is named that. It's the, it's the Wuhan coronavirus lab. Maybe it came from there. I mean, so... It, and this it, must it's, break it's your heart. When you think, yeah, but it's frightening when you think that you can't even ask that question. You can't even... Pose that as as something like maybe we should explore this now. Fifteen months later, we can we can talk about it. But when when social media controls what you can talk about, then you've got a major problem. And you're and, and you're rightly talking about goebbels where you know it, it, it's exactly that. I mean, if you control information, you control what people can can know, and that's a scary prospect. And you know, in and of itself, we should be able to ask these questions. Again, you know, you and I—I don't care what the answer is. Let's just get to the answer. I, you know, if if it turns out it came from that lab or didn't come from that lab, it came from a monkey or whatever pangolin or whatever those things are that they're eating over there. The monkey kissed the toy and then
3: swam across. Yeah, that worked out well. But you know, it's funny—the more we found out about it, the more our our unfortunate the press in America, the more it worked to protect the state. And that is something that I always had faith in people in your profession, because I remember being a kid, they had that gritty reporter who wanted to break the mob, who wanted to break the story. But unfortunately (laughs) that was a character that was in movies. And what I'm going to ask you is, are you encountering enough young people, enough old people, enough reporters in your industry that say, I really want to get to the crux of it. Or is it just the position where everyone is so married to a philosophy that they're going to always represent that philosophy.
8: Well, I, I, unfortunately, it's the latter. I mean, it, it used to be that you know we were the fourth estate. There are the three branches of government. We're the fourth estate. We question power. We you know we we get in the faces of power. And we say, what are you exactly doing? Now there's so much advocacy politics in journalism that they're really advocating for one side. I mean you you've got, you know, so many different places and the mainstream media is of course filled with liberals and, and and that's, you know, that's the way it has been for a long time. They are they are pushing one position and it's their position. So, you know, this activist journalism thing kinda cropped up in the in the two thousands. J schools across the country were teaching like, you know, go out there and make a difference. That's different from what it used to be it used yeah. to be go out there and report what has happened, not what you think has happened, not what you want to happen. Just tell us what happened. But now everything comes and, and, and it's, it's gotten to the point where it's, you know, it's it's the, the Associated Press is like yeah. that. The Associated Press, their clients are liberal newspapers and, and, they, and they're feeding their clients what they want and what their readers want. So, you know, you can't find this stuff and again, you know, liberal media makes money, so they're selling you know that mm-hmm. that exact picture of America to the people that agree with everything they say. So, you know, you, journalism has has completely changed. There's no longer even this 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 guise of, of this facade right. of of being un- unbiased. It's just here is, is our position, and we think this. We think global warming is happening. We think. You know, Biden did a great job in Afghanistan, and they just sell you that idea, and it's like you can't find any other viewpoint. And that's what we're trying to bring you. It's like, hey, there are viewpoints out there that are different, as there always have been. We're just going to bring you that that says, hey, maybe all that stuff that you hear all the time is not the case. We're going to bring it to you. Then you're going to read everything. You're going to you're going to get inundated with liberal media, and then you're going in a different position from us. And then you have to decide. Still, readers have to decide.
3: Joe, I am so excited you did this venture. I'm going to it during the break. I went long. Unfortunately, I have to go to break. I want to thank you just for doing this. I think it is not only something that's needed. It's it's really going to make the difference. So I want to thank you so much. Joe Curl, editor-in-chief of com. I highly recommend everybody go and check it out. Thank you so much, Joe.
8: Thanks a
4: lot.
3: Appreciate We'll be back after this. See, that's the kind of thing that we need to be doing and we need to be thinking about. Drudge Report was once fantastic because it provided a service that was useful, that was honest. It doesn't any longer. There are sites out there that have their own writers, and they are wonderful. Hot air is, as you know, my home screen. I am seriously excited about offthepress.com. I think this is fantastic. And wouldn't it be nice if we could hear about something that was a competitor to Facebook and something that was a competitor to Twitter? And I know, I know we have Rumble and we have other ones. We We need more, not less, not to get married to ideas, but to flood the market with competition. That is the greatest threat to the monopoly that is destroying our nation, is competition. I know it's hard. I'm old. You get used to something, you like it. It's hard to get used to other things. Make yourself uncomfortable. Otherwise, you're going to be real comfortable right as the country turns into Venezuela, right as the country turns into the Soviet Union. We know what the philosophy is. It's very simple. They're not interested in our definition of success. They are interested in their definition of success, which is a nation slayer. This philosophy that the Democrat Party represents is the philosophy that has destroyed nations, countries, and hope throughout history. Let's stop commingling with it. Let's stop pretending that it's a political nuanced disagreement. Their philosophy is directly opposed to liberty, freedom, and Americanism. It's time we come together and support each other. I'm advocating that we stop funding the failure of America. I'll be back after.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me because we need a little
2: controversy because it
0: feels so easy. Brigitte me, Gabriel,
3: like me, you've seen so her? She is a survivor of terrorism, Act for America founder and chairman, New York Times bestselling author, national security expert. And I wanted to bring her on to quiet the nonsense. Brigitte, thank you so much for joining me. How are you?
7: Oh, Thank you, Sean. I'm delighted to
3: be back with you. So um, I had to uh, get you back on because I wanted to talk a little bit. Is there a kinder, gentler form of Sharia law and fanatical... Theocrats, is this the new? I mean, it's so ridiculous, Brigitte. I mean, you almost have to laugh. It's preposterous what we're being sold. It has to outrage you.
7: That's exactly it. It's the 2.0 message being sold to what the Taliban believe Fat, dumb Americans who don't know any better. As a matter of fact, the, the, the Taliban are so proud of who they are and know how stupid we are that they named their new state the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan and announced it from the presidential palace in Kabul. That was the same name, Sean, of the Taliban government that was outstripped by the U.S. back in 2001.
3: I mean, the so- whole thing is, is one giant middle finger. To yeah, everybody who understands that's exactly history.
7: Exactly it.
3: And, you know, here's the other thing that sickens me. Now, I've, gotten, I've lost girlfriends and friends. I can't stand when someone is even mean to a kid. I find it to be repulsive and despicable. The Taliban are the scourge of the earth when it comes to children and the way they treat them. It is outrageous to me that this only gets coverage when there is a Republican administration why is it now that the media, CNN in particular, did a, a, a hit piece, for lack of a better term, on American military by allowing the Taliban to molest and destroy children? Has this even been mentioned?
7: No, of course not. They do not want to talk about that because, remember, they're trying to sell the Taliban as this modernized group. They're not really so bad. They seem nice. And, you know, maybe we will have to work with them. I mean, hey, Sean, we're negotiating with them right now. Right now, 15,000 Americans are under the mercy of the Taliban and we are begging them to please, please, please let our people get to the airport because we really need them out and really want to be nice to you so you can get our people out. So this is what the media does not want to talk about the barbaric culture, the culture that uses boys as sex toys, uh, the culture that kidnaps children from their homes for a sex market, the culture that can take a girl as young as six years old and have sex with her. They can marry her off at the age of 12, whether she likes it or not. Right now, as soon as the Taliban took over, three days ago, they told all the imam in in Afghanistan, we want to list of all the names in your congregation, in your area, of girls between the ages of 12 to 14 years old, so we can marry them off to our young men who are fighting in the war. And of course, I have not heard a beep about that uh, on the mainstream media, whether CNN or ABC or anybody else. The
3: American Marxists, in particular Hollywood and the rest of it, have, are feel very comfortable indicting Republicans for the acts of a few, we now are facing the reality that this entire organization of the Taliban is into an ideology that is, they say it's the 14th century, it seems more like the fourth to me, in the way in which they present, they, they approach women and children is insane to me. Have you heard any murmur from the social justice wor- warriors here in America who advocate for people not getting the job based on their abilities, but based on their sex. Fighting for the, even rights is not even the right word, for just the right to exist among women when the Taliban is in charge.
7: Oh, you don't hear a beep. I mean, where are the women, all these women that that descended in Washington, D.C. after President Trump got elected with the pink hat and the you-know-what hat? Where are they now speaking for women's rights? You don't hear a beep out of them. Where is Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris is looking in action right now. Well,
3: I I would check the motels around the airports. That's where I would start. But somebody (laughs) let me know where you could find her.
7: Uh, I, I mean, here we are. Finally, everybody celebrated. Oh, we have the first female vice president. Oh, my goodness, what a great accomplishment. Where is she? She is missing in action. Here you have, I, I mean, what happened in Afghanistan, Sean, is literally changing the course of, of the direction in the world right now politically, that has the future uh, of the world. This is not smoked potato. This is not like withdrawing from Saigon. This is not like the defeat of Vietnam. This is not like 1979 when, when we lost. Carter, uh, left the hostages in Iran, this is nothing like that this is on a much bigger scale because right now the radicals who are practicing a 6th century ideology, literally the barbaric age, where they rape and oppress women, where they torture and throw gays off buildings where where we are back to Sharia law as it was practiced in the 6th century those same Taliban who practiced this barbaric ideology are now allies with China China recognized by Russia meeting with the Iranians acknowledged by Turkey congratulated by the Muslim world I mean, this is a totally different world we're living in right now America has been rendered completely irrelevant, actually if you are today a Russian a Chinese, a European uh, an Iranian you're not discussing the fall of Afghanistan to the Taliban you're talking and seeing the fall of America and that is shameful. And this is why I hope that everyone listening to us right now, if you have ever sat on the sidelines, if up to this point you sat on the sidelines thinking, you know what, then, you know, I, I don't want to be involved. I don't like politics. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But you know what, I do do my duty. I go out and vote every two years. You know what? A lot of things happen between the two years when you vote. And this is your call to become involved, become engaged. We cannot blame the leadership that we have on their uh, incompetence. We blame ourselves for sitting on the sidelines for 20 years, thinking somebody else is going to do it, somebody else is doing my job, somebody else is fighting for me. Now is the time to get up and act. Now is the time to act and come yeah. and become involved.
3: I refer to Joe Biden as the feeble fascist. You, Your first book, Because They Hate, I, I, I read that in a weekend. I thought it was fantastic. The reality is we're dealing with people that prey on weakness. Yep. Am I the only one? Now, I understand that politically aligned, I, I feel that the Democrat mafia that has destroyed my country is despicable and disgusting. So I understand when I look at these things, I look at them with that, that history of loathing the American Democrat. But the reality is... Across the world, you've dealt with the ideology of the terrorist, the ideology that we really is exemplified in the, in the Taliban. Are they, as, as do they see the, Joe Biden and the American Democrats the way I do, as weak and feeble and feckless? And do they understand it's just a matter of time before countries that are sympathetic to their ideology, like China, like to a certain extent Russia, like Iran? are going to buoy them up economically do they understand they have no fear of the joe biden threats that we're going to harm you economically because they understand they'll be rescued by the rest of the world i mean is am i wrong in that assumption
7: I uh, know you're not, John. Actually, they realized America is a paper tiger uh, when America started losing wars, and that's when we started losing in Vietnam. Look, in the last three quarters of a century, America has not won a war. Our military brass has not won a war in three quarters of a century. Maybe we need to bring some Taliban to West Point to teach our military brass how to win wars again. America has been a paper tiger, and America started on the decline. When they attacked September 11th, when when they attacked the United States on September 11th, the whole world was waiting and watching. They expected America to nuke Afghanistan. When America did not nuke Afghanistan, they knew America is a paper tiger. They knew America was a paper tiger after they blew up the Marines in Lebanon, after Hezbollah blew up the Marines in 1982 and America stuck its tail between its legs and left. They knew America is no longer the power it used to be. Lesson after lesson after lesson the lesson was not squandered on the enemy, and to top it off, when they brought all these prisoners, the Al Qaeda prisoners to Gitmo, including this guy, the Zabihullah uh, Khalif, right now, who is the head of the Taliban um, in Afghanistan. Remember, he used to be a prisoner in Gitmo, Gitmo yeah. Yeah. and was exchanged when he was prisoner in Gitmo for 12 years. Do you know that we used to fly on the holidays a five-star chef, a renowned chef, just to bake them the baklava for Ramadan so they can have a five star meal by a Michelin chef. not kidding you. This is how they treated the prisoners. And you wonder why they laugh at our administration and this was done, by the way, under a Republican leadership and under a Democratic leadership. I'm throwing them both against the wall, with the exception of President Trump's administration. He got it, our enemies respected him, our enemies feared him, and our enemies knew. If you mess with Trump, you will pay the price. Trump killed Soleimani, Trump Killed, uh, attacked Syria. When they crossed him, they knew he's going to react and he's going to react in force, and they feared him. And that's why our enemies in the world, whether Iran, whether China, whether Russia, whether all the enemies came together to make sure that Trump does not get reelected again because they needed to remove him in order to enforce their plan in basically taking over the world, um, mm. uh, having the power that they want in the world again. They We needed to remove Trump. Uh, Trump got it, but now we no longer have Trump, and look at the disaster that we are in.
3: Now, Brigitte, I'm worried about the future in this aspect. I see us absolutely we're going to be taken advantage of, and the war profiteers will rise again, and this will be used, their failure will be used to strengthen their position, as it always is, but you'll have to remember I'm from Chicago, Illinois. So in the next go-around... When the Republicans like Mitt Romney and the rest of them and and, uh, Lindsey Graham and the rest of them, Uh when they when they win again, they are going to just turn on that war machine rather than solve the problem, because there is a way to solve this problem. And that is through not recognizing them and starving them out to where no one can do business with them. Do you not agree? I don't think this is going to be a hiccup in the Taliban's world. In fact, they're going to win from here on out in a system that is the one you described where we were and are that paper tiger and our war machine is more interested in enriching the enemy than killing them.
7: That's right, because our generals are more interested in what's my next job, what's the next lobby firm I'm going to be able to work at, uh, what's the next strength I'm going to be able to add to my uh, resume. The top brass is all political on the top. While we have a great military on the bottom that can really fight and win wars, they take orders from the generals at the top, and the top brass has become all political. And that's why we are not winning war. And that's why the Taliban are strengthened. Look, They are already recognized by China, recognized by Russia, recognized by Turkey, congratulated by different factions in the Arabic world. As a matter of fact, right now, um, there are different, many, many social media pages popping up for different terrorist organizations who are celebrating the victory of the Taliban and vowing to come to Afghanistan to create the epicenter of jihad, to export jihad worldwide because they believe Allah has rewarded them for their faithfulness, for their commitment their faith, and now Allah has blessed them. So now, it basically validated their faith, validated everything they have been talking about. And look, China is interested in the natural resources in Afghanistan, and so is Russia, and so is Turkey. It's now about money. They are a legitimate government. Uh, It doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what the United Nations think. I mean, look, even Boris Nelson this morning said, uh, Boris Nelson said, maybe we should recognize the Taliban if they're going to appreciate and recognize the human rights. I mean, how how, how did we go? How did we change this fast within 24 hours to even the prime minister of Britain is talking about recognizing the Taliban right now? Because, oh, I think they're going to acknowledge the human rights and give rights to women. This is how gullible the West has become.
3: We changed on November 3rd, 2020, and that is going to be the downward trajectory that, unfortunately, we have to live through. Now, I could talk to you for an hour. Brigitte, you know that. But unfortunately, we're still capitalists. I have to go to break. They're all flipping out here. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Please, please come back again. I love your perspective. Thank you so much. Brigitte, Gabriel. Thank
7: you so so much for having me with you.
3: Now, your book is Rise, and you are the founder and chairman of Act for America, and we can find that at actforamerica.com, correct? Correct.
7: ActforAmerica.org. Join oh. us for over two million people. Now is the time to act. Go to actforamerica.org and join us. Thank you so much. We'll be back. Thank after you this.
3: <laughs> ah, okay. nice. Time flies by. I could talk to her for an hour because she understands it. she lives there. She knows what we're dealing with, and I have to listen to the moron media. Pretend. That people who are living with the mindset of insanity, they dress like it, they live like that, the Sharia law. What the hell is that, Sharia law? You get to do whatever you want to the kids? Where's all the Democrats? This is why I have no tolerance for them. They sat idly by. As their philosophy and the corruption of the Democrat Mafia destroyed my great city of Chicago, destroyed Illinois, destroyed New York, New Jersey. They can't get enough of losing these rats because they just want to make money all the way down. They love being the wolves among the sheep. But when it comes to, to, to the way in which this savage ideology treats children, what the hell is wrong with people?
1: They're called dancing boys, tea boys, or by many who have had to turn a blind eye to them, Afghan sex slaves. A subculture of bachabazi or boy play is widely known in Afghanistan. But for U.S. service members there, the abuse of these children is infuriatingly hard to stop. Now, this was a story done by CNN,
3: right as they thought and they knew that the Trump administration was coming in. See, they only write these stories when the Bush administration was in. But when Barack Obama's administration was in, really the administration that's in today, when that administration was in, they shut their mouth. They could only do hit pieces on the military. That's what this is intended to be. But what it is, is a window into the ideology that is now ruling all of Afghanistan and being celebrated, celebrated by that savage ideology across the world. See, in their mind they're winning. Brigitte was right. They're winning. They got a great sales pitch, they got a great recruiting message. Freedom is losing, and it's represented by the American Democrats' complacency to this. 312-642-5600. six four two fifty six hundred, I'll be back. This is the stuff I'm gonna miss. Johnny knows I love this song. He knows that love. It. Lines are open. 312-642-5600. Why why is it that right now, although it's being identified as a failure, it's not being identified as a failure enough to change course? Because they understand that Joe Biden is in there and Joe Biden represents failure. The people that voted for him knew he was an an absolute and total idiot. An absolute and total idiot. Failure. They knew it. They knew he was corrupt. Everybody knew. There's somebody out there that didn't know. Not just the obvious corruption with his own son. Of course, what else could that kid do? Aside from impregnate strippers and smoke a little crack on the weekends. The brother. The sister. The 50 years of corruption. Did no one know about the $1.5 billion housing contract for Iraq? Notice we didn't pull out of Iraq. We're still there. I wonder if the brother ever built the houses. I'm I'm going to guess he got paid for the houses. And this is the normal political corruption that, unfortunately, we've expected from Democrats. We expect the failure. Everyone talks about Kamala Harris, so she's not there. No kidding. What is she going to do? What the hell is she going to do? She wants to distance herself from this idiot. Everybody knows what Joe Biden is.
7: is Is a Taliban takeover
8: of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Why? Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world
0: and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. The jury is still out. But the likelihood
8: there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely.
3: So the 100% wrong The clear signs of dementia, and I mean this, is everyone watching him when he speaks? Clearly there are signs of dementia. I mean, he doesn't blink. The George Stephanopoulos so-called interview that had to be edited still showed what Joe Biden is, weak and mentally ill, and let's just call it what it is. So now you've got an error like this, an absolute and complete atrocity, and now just, just move along. Move along. On to the masks. What's the big thing with the mask? Don't worry. We've got Republican governors we're going to go after. We're going to go after Republican governors. I think it's been quite obvious, even through the election year, that what we're dealing with is not just somebody who's corrupt. That's what Joe Biden always was. Not somebody who's simply just incompetent and wrong. That's who Joe Biden always was. We're dealing with somebody who is suffering from mental illness, and it's time for people in this country to demand that this, this, this sick old man be removed what are some signs or symptoms of mental illness signs of mental illness include changes in thoughts and behaviors symptoms of mental illness may include changes in mood personality personal habits anxiety and or social withdrawal Ta-da! I rust my case remove him now I mean I understand there's not much standards look at the city we live in there's really not much standards for Democrat failure where people say I've had enough but have you reached that point now when you realize that the people who are benefiting the people who are thriving from this failure aside from your average Chicago gang-banging drug-dealing scum aside from them we now have a country Led by absolute and total pedophiles. It's in their religious
1: doctrine. They're called dancing boys, tea boys, or, by many who have had to turn a blind eye to them, Afghan sex slaves. A subculture of bacha bazi or boy play, is widely known in Afghanistan. Perfectly normal. But for Among U.S. The service Taliban. members there, the abuse of these children is infuriatingly hard to stop, especially when the abuse comes from American backed Afghan commanders there. Oh, you mean like I, the one I had a boy because every commander had one. In a 2010 PBS documentary, a former Afghan commander of the Northern Alliance spoke openly, shamelessly, about this sick practice. If I didn't have a boy, I couldn't compete with the others. Today, the New York Times reports that the American military stands accused of ordering troops to purposely turn a blind eye to the abuse in order to maintain good relations with Afghan forces. The reason that we weren't able to to, uh, to, to step in with these, with these local rape cases was uh, we didn't want to undermine
3: the authority of the local government. We were trying to build up the local government. Us acting after the local government fails to uh, can certainly undermine their, their credibility. Retire- this is who's running the country. This is who profited, who took not just the equipment and the weapons, but the money that was already there. This is not something that Democrats should sit idly by for unless... Of course, like the Democrats that are in charge, they agree with it. I think they agree with it. 312-642-5600. Mike, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin.
5: Yeah, Sean, hi.
6: Today, on the cover of uh, USA Today, there was a color photo of the Taliban
8: marching down the street in Kabul with very large machine guns. I was wondering if you or any of your uh, listeners know uh, who the manufacturer of the machine guns are and who sold them. You know what I think we should
3: do? I think we should send Lori Lightfoot there. To demand for gun control i think that's exactly <laughs> what we need done thank you very much mike let's always everything put it, stops everything yeah everything. Well, yep. hey if they keep it up pretty soon they'll have a democrat <laughs> party growing within afghanistan and then they'll finally learn thank you very much for the call i truly appreciate it frank in arlington heights
8: hey good morning uh, good evening sean yeah you know besides just the mental uh, aspects with with biden physically he looks so frail too he, he has that his gait. I mean, when you see him walking oh. away the other day, when he walked away, he, he just—he he, he almost looks like Paul von Hindenburg, the only guy who was able to beat Hitler in the election nineteen thirty-two in, in
5: Germany. I mean, first he of had,
3: all, how could people vote for him? I'm that serious about this. Now you're dealing with people across the world here. You're dealing with with countries that are steeped in communism, steeped in corruption, in in keeping their citizens in camps and murdering them. You think that they do not spot this weak and frail old man? They,
8: they they absolutely do. But the people in our country who voted for him are are, are completely emotional and they made a a really horrible decision. They just didn't like the, the, the rougher attitude of Trump towards
5: some of the, the, yeah. the severe problems. I mean, the, that we yeah,
3: the one, free... the attitude that scared the Taliban, the attitude that kept all of this in check. Now, I understand yeah. Joe Biden had some really cool. nice tweets today. He was talking about the Rose Garden and how wonderful it is to see Jill get him his rice pudding. So at least those people who voted for Joe Biden, they have really nice tweets now. But I agree cool. with you, Frank. It's a despicable time, and, and the reality is sell your house in Arlington Heights and move to a better area. Thank you so much. I'm I might actually- better... Get out of Democrat run Illinois. Thank you. Teresa, on the north side.
7: Hey, Sean. You know what you're saying about uh, Biden and this administration's weakness? Doesn't it remind you? I don't know if you remember this show, but doesn't it remind you of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, where the tiger spots the weak prey and pounces? And the tiger pounces on the weak prey because the weak prey can't fight? And yeah. it's an I was more throw. interested
3: in how they would send Jim like on the side of a mountain to crawl into an eagle's nest to get his eyes poked out. That's why I watch Mutual of Omaha. <laughs> I loved the way they yeah, sent that, that guy Jim. That and he good. just said, okay, I'll go in there. So I, that's why I watch my old clips of Mutual of Omaha. But you're exactly right. And here's here's the other thing. They know now, we now know that losing with excuses is good enough for half of the country. This kind of loss yeah. is not being, the, the people who voted for, de, for, for Joe Biden and for Democrats, they don't mind the loss. They just want more money. So what you're going to see, right. you, you, I, I'm going to predict right now that this infrastructure bill will, will pass both houses again. The, the reconciliation will be attached to it and the increase to the scum will be upped. And ta-da! Joe Biden's approval rating. We'll sky back up, right up above 50% again, because that's all they're interested in. Thank you so much, Teresa, for the call. You know, I love it. Thank you. Mark in Oak Lawn. Mark, how are you?
8: Sean, I'm doing great. But I'll tell you what, you got such passion. Uh, It's almost like I think you could do this job and not get paid. I mean, you really love what you're doing. I This really is have why, Mark,
3: respect. you are not on the list to be my agent. But I, I agree with you. I do love <laughs> it. And, you know, I'm, reading, yeah, I I'm was reading your comment about Bush, and that's what got me into it. You do. I, I expect this. We're from Chicago. You and I are from the sewer of the mafia corruption. I expect this right. of Democrats. The part that sickens me is the feckless, weak, useless Republicans who, instead of resisting it, simply want a piece of the corruption pie, like Bush, like his old man, like Mitt Romney, like Lindsey Graham, the scoundrel Terrible. that he is. You know, so I Terrible. Go ahead.
8: Go ahead. Did you hear Sean on uh, uh, Hannity the other night? And Hannity, you know, I can take he's, – he's basically uh, – sort of a Republican spokesman. And I like Tucker Carlson. He, he, he is more of a guy that has an opinion and this is what he believes. In. But he and but the he's interviewing Trump and Trump says to him, you know, what do you think about all this? And he says, well, the, the, the biggest train wreck in the history of our country was the Iraq war getting right. in that it just caused a, That's exactly a, a, right. a tornado effect in the middle East and, and he started the, the deficits going. Yeah. He wrecked our economy. Yeah. You know, his father was a CIA uh, Oh, director. come
3: on, Mark. How do you and, think he went from, from Maine to owning an oil field in Texas? Because one thing when you look at the Bushes, you think of Texas. Mark, don't be mad at me. I've got to go to commercial. I'm against the break. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for calling. I'll take the rest of your calls on the other side of the break. Johnny's last day. He's bossing me around a lot. Pretty soon he's going to have to get the hell out of here. We'll be back after this. Johnny. You know, maybe we should start floating the idea of running the Democrat areas by Sharia law to give you know an idea of exactly what happened in Afghanistan. Because I don't think people understand it, especially these political rats that are trying to sell this. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's just, uh, you know, this is just how they do things. It's just it's just the way it is. It's outrageous. And a civilized society wouldn't tolerate this. The rest of the world and the U.N., they're going to fund it, book it book it. You heard it here first. It'll be a matter of time and they'll be flowing again like they're a normal country. Oh, they're just like Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia is a little bit too much for me. I wouldn't be as friendly with them as we are. I think that's outrageous right there. See, this is the only power we have is the power of our cooperation with these countries. This is why it's so crucially important to have policies that actually mean something so that countries like this cannot exist on their own. Afghanistan could not exist on its own, without the help and the charity of the entire world, it's time for the entire world to stand against this. And if you can't come together on the idea that you have ingrained in their tradition, in their religion, is pedophilia.
1: U.S. Army Captain Dan Quinn tells CNN that he and Sergeant First Class Charles Martland were punished for confronting an admitted Afghan child rapist, a police commander. The confrontation turned physical, and I picked him up, threw him onto the ground multiple times. And, and, our uh, guy and Charles did the same thing. he basically had to make sure that he fully understood that if he ever
3: went near that boy or his mother again, uh, there was going to be hell to pay.
1: And he tells CNN that he and Martland were relieved of their duties shortly after that confrontation. Martland is being involuntarily discharged by the Army. Now this
3: is how you know the upper echelon of our military is corrupt. Right there. Every single one of the upper echelon of our military needs to be purged, cleansed. Fire them all. You know, this is five years old. You have to go back when CNN does a report against a a philosophy. It's always when there's a Republican coming into office, so they're not going to do one now for another three and a half years. So I figured I'd play this one because I think it's very relevant and kind of a window into exactly the kind of people you're now being told, don't worry about it, move along. It's not that big of a deal. By the way, this is the failure. could have happened to anybody. Next month.
6: I think the fear is that if we were to intervene, we wouldn't have the kind of close working relationship that we need with Afghan military.
1: Terrorism expert Jessica Stern says... By the way, this covers the
3: people we were supporting also. It's the one we were supporting, the good government, the one that everyone's mad about. This is because we did something without any idea what we were doing. You think this is just Afghanistan? How much of this goes on in Iraq? How much goes in, and in on this, wherever this philosophy is practiced? This is the philosophy. It's not just a, a few bad actors. It's the way it rolls. It's disgusting and despicable. Pat Lombard.
8: Yeah, it's, so where's Tammy? It's like, is she down in the bunker too? Tammy Duckworth, who we all kind of have to tolerate as our military expert. I have
3: not heard her speak out. Against this, I have to tell you, I'm not going to be as quick to judge that she will support this. I'd like to think, because her her being a veteran, she would come out hard against this. So I don't want to condemn her before she speaks, but I do think it's time she does speak. I'll say that.
8: Well, she exactly. She's taking a lesson out of the bunker playbook. I mean, duck and run, duck and run. Well,
3: pun intended. uh, I like it. I
8: mean, as a as a helicopter pilot herself, she should have been able to anticipate being one of the last couple in the room. She should
3: have been a voice calling for the right move, informing the Democrats. She's a senator. She's not just some average Joe. Informing the the administration exactly what they were dealing with and exactly what would happen should the country slip into the hands of these 4th century savages. I don't want to give them the 14th. They're back in the 4th.
8: It's just like you said. What's in it for her? What's she getting out of this? Because
3: Party first, Pat.
8: Somebody's bought her silence.
3: Party first, Pat. Never forget, she wins when they win. She doesn't give a rip about right and wrong. If they gave a rip about right and wrong, could Chicago exist? Could New York exist? New Jersey? California? If they really cared about right and wrong, they're not interested in the right answer. They're interested in managing the wrong one because that's what puts money in their pockets. Thanks, Pat, for the call. Better wake up. Start telling the truth. Realize exactly what's going on. There's no losing with grace. There's just losing. And when freedom and liberty and Americanism lose, we all lose. Either that or get used to this nonsense and get used to the tyranny that the Marxist mafia practices. We'll talk about the fascism when I get back.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little
2: controversy.
3: The file in now. Me, right here at the humidor and Lyle wonderful place. Fred is Sam's brother. I knew Sam from years ago. Fred is his brother. Proprietor's here. It's really a very nice spot, and it's filling up, and then Proft wears sport coat. You know, he's all nifty. Jerk. Can't wait to argue with him in a little while. Um, There's a lot going on. A lot to talk about, but Lisa in Glen Ellen, you are up, because I want to talk about this. Hi, Lisa.
2: Hey, Sean. How are you?
3: Wonderful. How are you?
2: I am great. I Thank you so much for having me on. We um, have had a group of peaceful protesters just talking about parent choice, like we want parents to be able to mask their children or not mask their children. We've been standing out in front of District 41 um, administration building, and we've been getting harassed by parents. And I'm, I'm trying to find a way to say this, without using the profanity that Please, I just got the job
3: I don't need anybody you know, it's the third hour Come on now, don't ruin it for me But go ahead I, We all know what you want to say So go ahead
2: this, Okay, then you can mute me out But this, this, I'm going to abuse a woman loosely You're yeah, 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 is us to, to suck her big You know you yeah. I'm kidding you in front of children she was telling us that she was proud she was, of her abortion
3: wait a minute she, would, she was she was she was she was proud of her abortion
2: she, she was, was screaming bragging this in front of children Really, bragging in, in, in front of the district 40 we were out there today quietly i i'm not quiet so for me to not say something takes a lot so i'm like we'll pray for you we're going to pray for you, because I'm like, I'm not going down like this. Like, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. You know what These,
3: Democrat look- women prove to me time in and time out? My grandma used to have a saying, beauty is only skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. And they really are ugly inside and out. And it's just a, just a vile, despicable thing. But this reminds me of when I went to Cuba. When I went to Cuba, my very best friend in life was Cuban, and his father was like my father. His mother was like my, fa- my mother. And they were mad at me that I went to Cuba. And I said, why, why are you mad at me? And they said, well, you know, your money and this and that. And I said, but, I, you know, I want to see it. And as I was there, do you know how Cuban citizens get ahead in Cuba? It's not through work. It's not through occupation. No. It's not through. It's no, because they snitch not. and they intimidate yep. and they enforce the government rule on their neighbor. That's the only way citizens get ahead because you need the government's approval to live itself, for life itself. And this kind of reminds me of all of this. I kept, I I recognized this the first time because I, you know, I reject all of it. And I had some 450 pound woman tell me about Hmm. a mask on in, in, in Marianos as if she was concerned of health. You fat slob. And you have the audacity to talk to strangers and tell strangers. See, this is why. And, Lisa, I mean this. I know it's uncomfortable, and I know it's not a popular opinion. Get your kids out of that industry, because that's what it is. It's an industry. I'm, I'm tr- we pretend it's a school. I
2: actually, I actually received a piece of hate mail through the U.S. Postal Service. Somebody sent me to my address. I'll
3: oh, get used to A them. hate mail
2: with a death threat to me.
3: I get it all the time. Here's the good news: they're lazy, even happening. in their threats. I give out my address, one one four West Park Avenue, all the time. Nobody ever shows. I can't even want them to show. They don't show. Don't worry about the death threat. You got nothing to be worried about. Don't worry. Don't worry. But what you do, what you do need to recognize is this is now the way of the future in America. This is it. First time's the hardest. This is it. And now this is all we're going to see. So my advice to you: what you quit your job? It doesn't matter anymore. What are you going to earn money? They're just going to take it from you. Quit your job and raise your kids. And that's the way you do it. Get your kids out of that system and teach them. The most important thing you can do is fight for your freedom. We were lucky. We were given it. Our generation, the baby boomers, half of them are good, half of them sucked, and they gave it away. But don't let your kids give it away. That next generation, that's who's really going to have to fight the ideological war of a government-controlled society or one based in what built it, freedom.
2: Thank you for what you guys are doing. I I didn't get tickets for tonight. I'm sorry. I hope you guys have a great event. Oh, we're going to have fun. Thank
3: you. I have a headache. Thank you. you. But thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. It means a lot. Stay strong, kid. Thank you. All right. Manny in Rockford.
2: Hey, Sean. Uh, You were talking about the child abuse in uh,
4: in Afghanistan. And I I was just curious. I mean, considering that we had that case of child abuse by. Uh, Catholic priests in United States. Do you think it's time to change the uh, uh, the religious laws in the First Amendment?
3: Well, I don't. I, you're talking about getting rid of the tax exemption and all that. Huh?
4: Well, I mean, in the terms of you know allowing you know the, the legal authority to be able to prosecute the, uh, any clergy that. Well, I think, that well, I, I,
3: you know, to a certain extent, Manny, listen, you're, I don't give money to, to Catholics. I denounced Catholicism. My reaction was what I could control. I recognized it for being friendly, for lack of a better word, and being gentle to certain, to pedophilia. That's what they were. That's what they may still be practicing. I don't know, because I'm not involved in it. So what I did is what I advocate. I withhold mine. I can only control me. Should, do I think our government should prosecute pedophiles? Absolutely. I don't, I don't care what their occupation is. So I'm not uh, to play an equivocation game saying all of this. But you do understand you're talking about people, pedophiles within a religion, versus a religion that practices pedophilia. So we may have, Catholics may have pedophiles that are members of the organization, but they are individuals. Well, I, uh... The ideology of the Taliban and the religion they practice demands approves of and has no penalty in fact calls for it i mean i don't know if you were listening to the to the article i mean to the to the report by cnn this is the norm whereas let me tell you something in my neighborhood and i'm very proud of this even though i'm not proud of all of the things my old neighborhood and my new neighborhood represent there were no pedophile priests and if they were we didn't report it to the authorities and that's the way you deal with pedophile scum. It has a recidivism rate of 100%. I'm sorry, I don't panty-waste, and I don't coddle them. They are scum. And when you encounter them in an individual basis, you now have a country that practices. Thanks for the call, Manny. I appreciate it. Dave in Wheaton.
6: Hi, Sean? Yes. Hi. Um, just letting you know, and, and this is something I had heard um, and I'm calling you with a migraine, so I think this is really important. We're like brothers. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> brothers in pain. Um, I heard a Marine colonel that I respect quite a bit, former CIA operative, author, he, a fantastic uh, conservative, Jeff Cooper. Um, he had said that, and it was during the, uh, the 70s when we had a lot of illegal immigration after we so-called lost the war that the politicians pulled us out of. And once, you know, these people in Mexico saw that, and my family's from uh, Mexico, once they saw that, they they thought we were weak, and that's when they started to come in. So there there is some of that, too. People perceive us as weak. Oh, I when, agree with that. Yeah, and, 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 it's like, and, on, and on other countries. The other thing I wanted to say about illegal immigration, too, is... Um, the pedophiles coming out of Mexico. Now, I was near York and St. Charles and found a pit bull hit by a car a few years ago. And I called the police and the police came out and the young Mexican guy came and got the dog and the dog was a fighting dog. Sure. And there was a guy in, uh, in Hinsdale giving a reward for any dog fighting in DuPage County. And I talked to him about the reward. It was 5000 bucks, which I thought would be a nice pocket change. Yeah. And uh, he a told reward, me that, you mean a
3: reward for bringing a dog in that was formerly a, a fighting, dog? a fighting I'm
6: dog, in du- okay. evidence of dog fighting in DuPage County. Okay. So but the thing that he told me that I learned was when the Mexican nationals come here and they start their dog fighting and things, you know, they call sex trafficking children. They are prostituting children at these dog fights. Oh yeah. Well, so and, right.
3: and dogfighting exists in all in all cultures. There's absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> believe <laughs> <that>. The <laughs> devastation that's created to this country by allowing people who practice this kind of savage behavior is, is 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 eroding it. It's destroying it. It's becoming the norm. And I, you know, I agree with that overall premise. I do. And um, that's why in all of this talk has a Democrat mentioned that maybe now would be a good time to secure the border. The answer is yeah, and,
6: and Sean, can I add one quick, real quick comment? Go right ahead. Okay. Only because I have a headache. The, yeah, sorry, yeah, go me ahead. too. Um, yeah, and I don't want to give you a worse headache. Go ahead, go ahead. Carol, <laughs> Sha- Carol Shakeshaft did a study in 2004, and she found that the public school system in the United States, her findings were um, had more child molesting, a hundred times worse than the Catholic Church. But oh. the whole, these lefties, their whole baloney program, they're the biggest molesters, and they go after the Catholic Church. Well, there does Catholic seem to be a lot
3: of pro- them that were involved with Epstein. In fact, we do actually have an ex-president that was involved. So, you know, you may be on something, Dave. Don't be mad, but I've got to go to break, and here's another thing. I'm going to take the rest of your calls. But did Lisa say the girl was bragging about her?
2: But my jj is painting. <laughs> it's just
3: not right. That's Oprah, another Democrat. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. You know, I'm starting to learn why all these radio guys are built like prof. Like soft with the pot belly. Look at the food you guys serve at this function. Potatoes and bacon. What the hell's wrong? How about some vegetables? Some, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to start popping natron. Because I'm not going to eat that garbage. I'm just not. But I am looking forward to the conversation. We are at the humidor in Lyle. I love the place. Sam, his brother, Ed, love it. Miles on
8: 294. Hi, Sean. Uh, You had that brilliant nurse on
5: the other day wondering how they're counting the Delta variant Mm -hmm. because they don't test for it in her hospital. So I went on the state website for Department of Public Aid, which brings you to the CDC, which brings you to the footnotes, and all of those things are done by NowCast. It's all a model or estimate as to the number of Delta variant cases. And in the footnotes, it says, oh, you can reach different numbers depending on the weighting you use on different factors. So this stuff is not a count of Delta cases. It's a matter of made-up estimates like the multiple millions who are going to die from COVID at the start of this thing.
3: Miles, I I, I admitted um, when I was talking to uh, Brigitte that I view things through my history. We all do. When you hear these... Government officials speak in in, when it uh, pertains to covid, when it pertains to the mask, when it pertains to what they're calling a vaccine. It seems so obvious to me they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. None. Zero. And they're more interested in the distraction and the false sense of security than actually giving us any true information this is one giant lie of propaganda and bs not i'm not saying that it is not very deadly i understand it is but the reality is why is this not being reported and focused on as look this country took a pandemic that was terrible that had a, you know could have been devastating however we have a 99.5% survival rate while well, all of the other country was locking their citizens down and all the rest of it we in these in this country had States like Florida and the other 20 states that are pushing back against the the abuse of power by the federal government. And those people have lower numbers than in the states that were locked down. Why is this all just fear, fear, fear and nonsense? They have you running around where you're now comfortable intimidating your neighbor. It's just it's just ridiculous to me.
5: I'm more cynical than you, because I think the people at the CDC will benefit from the increased never ending budget are coming up with the numbers, and they can take that mile to it so they can get extra money in terms of their So I'm more cynical than you.
3: Well, Miles, I didn't think that was possible, but all right, I like it. Thank you very much for calling the show. You know I appreciate it, 312-642-5600. The reality is there are countries that didn't abide by the lockdown that are very successful, countries that, if you can put them in comparison to states of the same population, actually thrived. That's why no one wants to talk about Sweden. They didn't wear a mask. Nobody wore a mask. It's like Florida. Nobody wore a mask last year. Didn't wear one. And now it's the pit of controversy. Why? Because the political whores and this feeble fascist in diapers can divert the attention from his history of corruption and failure, his current corruption and failure by pretending to be an advocate for health in the, in the face of what we now know is our reality. All you did was damage the country. You prevented nothing. You're arguing in the abstract. You're arguing a point that cannot be proven in the assumption you helped it. Right, stupid? And that's why you don't want to focus on exactly what could have been done differently so that this country came out on top. You're going to lock us down again. That's why you're advocating for the masks. And your biggest enemy are politicians in power who are promoting Americanism and freedom and liberty and putting the choice into the individual. See, that's the whole thing. This country isn't a government. It's individuals with unalienable rights. Most of all, the right to decide over themselves and their children. So when you hear the lies, I live in Florida. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not what you're hearing. Not at all. In fact, the large population of Florida supports the idea of freedom and they support DeSantis. The reason that this feeble fascist in diapers is attacking him is because he recognizes he cannot afford to have that mentality spread throughout the country. Because the last thing him and his communist, collectivist, Marxist party need is a president, the next president, to be one who understands the principles of liberty, freedom, and Americanism. Forcing young kids to wear masks all day, these kindergartners, having the government to force that. That's not defying me. That's defying the state of Florida's laws and the Parents' Bill of Rights that was enacted just this past legislative session that I signed into law. That was the legislature of Florida that said the parents are the ones that have ultimate responsibility
8: uh, for health, education, and welfare. And so,
3: See, the legislature, which is closest to the people, does the people's will, in theory. The beauty of this country is that's how it was structured. They're supposed to be close to us. Not like Kamala Harris in some airport motel in Washington somewhere, but close to us, where we can tell them what to do. We don't wait for them to tell us what to do. That's Cuba, the Soviet Union, Venezuela, Nazi Germany. That's how it worked there. I have lost total respect for the American, the average American citizen who is willing to be a slave to these outright corrupt fascistic failures. We call Democrats and politicians in general. It's disgusting. Liz and Lagrange.
2: Well, that was a doozy, Sean. Um, my only comment is that the current administration, the government, is perpetuating this pandemic, these lies. It's the greatest to, to friend divide, to divide us even more. Sure. They what love are they going to do with no fighting. pandemic? They were, right. They love that we're we're arguing on Facebook that we're you know nasty to our neighbors. And that's exactly what they want. This president was supposed to be about unity? unity. I don't think so.
3: Please. Joe Biden's about a wet diaper and chafing. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. It's preposterous. It's preposterous that we're allowing this to happen. 312-642-5600. The whole back half hour is yours. And call in because I have a headache. I'll be back after this. Sometimes
0: you've got to stay And you I like song. Yeah, you know what we're you gotta stay. Um,
3: did you hear the, the news? Girl, about the shooting on the train? Pick the train, infrastructure for the train. The train sucks. I took the train when I was a runner. It was, it was terrible. I used to park, used to park in uh, in uh, River Forest and jump on the train. So my friends would all get on in Mulrose Park, but I wanted to stay in the car long, smoke the cigar, drive the River Forest, sit down. This big fat woman in Oak Park gets on. Really, she does, and she uh, sneezing, sitting behind me. I'm like, oh, it's just despicable, you know. So my buddies from Malrose, they're talking about Malrose, and we're going. The guy comes to collect the, the money for the train, and everybody says Malrose, and then she comes to me. I say, River first. She goes like this, Oh no, oh no, he's with these guys. They all got on at Malrose Park. I said, Shut your mouth, chubby. You know, I I, I vowed from that point on, I'll work three jabs not to travel on that despicable, disgusting Amtrak. Stone loser. Of course, it did put uh, Hunter Biden on the board when he was 21, you know, as like a bag man, consultant to the old man. It's just disgusting. You Democrats make me sick. You make me sick, Eduardo on Midway.
0: Yeah, Sean, I was on your screen. You know, these people in Florida and obviously anywhere else, uh, they're going to be judge shopping. You know, just so they get their own ruling. It's pretty pathetic. And then Mr. Biden has the nerve after that embarrassing, uh, uh, you know, foreign disaster over there. He's going to be threatening uh, Florida or Texas. You know, his wrath is going to come down. I'm really shaking.
3: Eduardo, it is, it is, but, but, but the problem I have is I live there. I know what the, what, what it's like now in my county. But I, have a, I go to both coasts on the south. I sell both sides. And I am telling you right now, there is a big push against the Democrat mafia in Miami. You know who it's from? It's from the people who lived under this socialist ideology. It's from the Venezuelan the immigrants. It's from the Cuban immigrants. Yeah. It's from the people who understand what this idiot is preaching and what our press is promoting destroys Life itself destroys the quality of existence. So I'm going to tell you what, they don't know what they're doing, but they're successfully painting it to these morons in Oak Park, these trust fund Mercedes Marxists with their wives with their no toenail polish and their feet sticking out all over. They're selling it to them. It's just disgusting. It just makes me sick. Thank you very much, Eduardo, for the call. And to Eduardo's point, listen to what the so-called commander-in-chief, the so-called president is doing to another state, what he's threatening. This is not just something we're making up.
4: The state is considering cutting the salaries or firing local school officials who are defying the law by requiring masks. Speaking at the White House, President Joe Biden said he's directing his education secretary to look at all options.
8: This includes using all of his oversight authorities and legal action, if appropriate, against governors who are trying to block... And intimidate local school officials and educators.
3: And I said, You mean the way you're intimidating the governor and the legislature that passed the law? Stupid. Is that what you mean?
8: As I said before, if you aren't going to fight COVID 19, at least get out of the way of everyone else who's trying. If the
4: state does cut the salaries of school officials for implementing mask mandates, uh, President Biden says one option is to use federal money from the American Rescue Plan to pay those educators' salaries.
3: Oh, you can make that decision? You You get that kind of sway over the money? What do you have to do to impeach this fraud? This pathetic, disgusting, fascistic, flaccid fraud? How many more examples you need of draw up the paperwork. Let's get this dummy out of there before he does more damage. Not like he'll remember it. The dementia ridden fool put in there by Marxists, communists, socialists, all, all cheering this abuse of power. Rather than understanding exactly what a president is supposed to do. And understanding that these states are on themselves to govern each other. They govern themselves. The state legislature passed the law. Not the DeSantis The just signed it. The people of the state spoke. Stay out of it. Stick to the states and the crime mafia sewers you already built, like Illinois, New York, New Jersey, California, and those other ghettos. We pretend that it's bad enough. People in Florida, like me, who earn money in Florida, got to bail out the sewers and then pay the tax when I'm here. It's just all around a bad deal. Frank, Juliet. Hey, Sean,
8: here's a prediction for you. Yeah, with all these companies and hospitals, and they're going to be firing people that won't get the COVID vaccination. I guarantee you the governor is going to make a move to bar these people from being able to collect unemployment for when they're fired.
1: Oh, I,
3: I, I'm sure they are, after taxing both them and the companies that they worked for. I, I don't know if you caught yesterday, to, in order to pay somebody 35000 the company that does it actually spends closer to 45000 in some cases 47000 that's the cost in just yeah. unemployment and other taxations that the mafia government extorts, even those people that employ other people. It's just, it's, it, it's just sickening to me. And the ignorance of the Americans, that's how you end up with this idiot that they're calling president. Thank you so much for the call. And, um, it brings me to the vaccine. I don't even call it a vaccine. What are you going to call it a vaccine for? They're admitting you need another one. It was going to be two. Okay, two, and then it was going to be great. Did you test it? No, nah, not so much. You didn't test it. And now all of a sudden you need a third. Oh, I didn't see that coming. You know why? Because it's not a vaccine. It's an experiment. And guess what? It doesn't work. In fact, it fails. It's disgusting. And the other thing they want to squash is the bad news about it. Do you know, I played the clip a while ago about the mother who had the 12-year-old daughter that was paralyzed from it. You know, that's not just the only one. In fact, there's lots of women who are paralyzed
4: from it.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to News 2 at 6. I'm Haley Wilkes,
4: And I'm Bob Mueller. New tonight, a Nashville woman is speaking out tonight from her hospital bed, unable to walk. Less than 24 hours after receiving her second dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, she was unable to move from the neck down. News 2's Alex Dennis shows us she is encouraging others to advocate for their health.
2: It's just like the worst nightmare (laughs) I can ever imagine. Brandi Parker McFadden is confined to her hospital bed at Vanderbilt. Can you walk right now? No, I can't walk. Less than 24 hours after receiving her second Pfizer COVID shot, she explains she lost her ability to move from her shoulders.
3: Now the woman had epilepsy, but did they test it on anybody who had epilepsy? Or did they test it on anybody who had anything? Are they Or are they, in fact, testing now? Of course they are. They're testing it right now. You're the lab rat. And everybody wants to feel safe, and everybody wants to intimidate people. They want to use law. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. In fact, they're squashing this information. It happens locally. Ron Johnson, a senator, had an hour-and-a-half press conference where people came on and talked about bad effects of the vaccine. You had to search it out. It was talked about on talk radio. Because they're not interested in the truth. It's the same thing in every case, whether it's economic, whether it's foreign policy, whether it's right here domestically. If they were interested in the truth, they'd have to abandon their entire principles because every philosophy they have is a loser, is a failure. It only exists because they bribe people. That's it. That's why the Democrat Party is made up of the people that are bribed and the people in on the bribery, either in on the scam or you're too stupid to see it. But how much failure are you going to ignore? At this point, we're very comfortable having morons and failures who've done nothing like Joe Biden never worked tell me how to raise my kid and what to do with my body. We've lost the fundamental principle of Americanism. You're going to have to fight to get it back. You gave it away. Now what's the plan to get it back? Because it isn't going to be the Mitt Romneys of the world. It isn't going to be the Republicans as you see them. It isn't old lady face Mitch McConnell married to a shipping mogul's daughter hmm, that's a coincidence from China, but that's my guy. We're going to fight back. I'm so sick of the, of the Marxist mafia winning, I'm really disgusted with the idea that these sitting Republicans or people, Republicans in general, are going to change things. The Adam Kinzingers of the world are licking their chops. Not interested in fixing anything. They're interested in cashing in. And if I'm wrong, every Republican elected official would be calling for every woman experiencing this to be heard and the real data of its failures released to the general public. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Hey, hey. This is my year. That was a director. Probably one of the last era of good directors. Well, then, after him was... Uh... Kid from Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Not bad. Ugly son of a gun, though, isn't he? Man, oh, man. It's a rough. But it probably didn't prevent him. He probably did all right. All right. Let's go to the callers. Dan in his car. I'm interested in your comment.
4: Well, actually, I'm in my semi. Um, I got 22 years as an over-the-road truck driver. And I think people are, they better dig their heads out of the sand when it comes to this vaccine mandate.
3: About
4: 95% of us out here, right? About 95% of us OTR drivers out here are small business owners and conservatives and Republicans. We're not going to take this shot. We're, it's not going to happen. So when these companies start talking about you know the ma- or the mandate and we're not going to be able to deliver or pick up from their companies or we're not going to be able to deliver to certain states, we just won't. So Dan, this North is why you you are really the most, fair,
3: you are some of the most powerful, if not the most powerful workforce in America. People don't understand. You make the world go round, or at least this country thrive. I would love it if you guys organized and said, right here, with your mandates, and bring this whole damn thing to its knees.
4: Well, to quote our greatest president ever, as far as I'm concerned, Donald Trump, stand by and wait because it's, it. it's going to come and it's coming soon. All right. So just this keep an eye out. And, I want to thank uh, you. I'm
3: flattered you listen to me because you guys are, are you guys are kind of of talk radio. So I'm glad you're listening. It makes me feel good. Thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate that.
4: Well, and we thank you guys for being a conservative voice for all of us out here. All
3: right. Stay strong well, and don't let anybody you tell you what to do. I love that about it. I love that. See, that's how in America used to be. That's the America I was proud of. Men working, thinking. Not listening to these little office geeks. The idea that these sca- what else could you call them, but charlatans, have sat in a job where their entire day revolved around extorting money from businesses so they could either stay in business or go into business. That's what our government is made of. Do you think they work? The 2,700-page the bills that they pass, do you think they have a clue? No, it was given to them by the corrupt bankers. It was given to them by the corrupt corporations who have their attention because they pay them. Even the ones in burlap underwear thinking they're going to be Jesus on the next planet.
0: I, I'm sure some people are a little disturbed when they see headlines that say, oh, this bipartisan effort would look like a win for Biden. Well, it's a win for Republicans, and it's a win for Biden. It's a win for Democrats. It's a win for the Senate to say we can work together.
3: And it's a loser for the citizens, you moron, you morphodite, you architect of Obamacare. And and guess what? He's going to win forever. Where's he from? Utah, where they like to marry like 17 people? That's because they share the same cult. That's all it is. I'm so sick of so many Americans losing the principles and the belief structure of what America is. You think Joe Biden is supposed to tell us what to do or these elected Called, I mean, it's, it's it's scandalous what they do. Scandalous. Instead of penalties, they get re- reelected. Joe Biden's resume from just when he was young, just when he was young, how you got one vote is astonishing, let alone 81 million dead and alive and not existing. Ed, I don't know what you're going to say, but evening. you're going to surprise me.
5: Yes, evening, Sean. Uh, thanks for um, spouting all the truth that you do. It takes courage and Thanks for conducting a cigar night with uh, two other really great minds. That's really uh, going to be fantastic.
3: Yeah, thank uh, you. You know, I you don't have a sport a... coat. I don't have a sport coat, and the suits in the company <laughs> are, are, are nervous. They're like, Do you have other clothes? No, I don't have any other clothes. If I wanted to impress people, i go out there in a Speedo, but go ahead.
5: Anyway, I've uh, heard that uh, a lot of people, citizens, are approaching their sheriffs to um, uh, counteract the FBI, which is the wing. Of the Department of Judas? Did I say Judas? I meant yeah. Justice.
3: Oh, I get this. I see.
5: Yeah, I and uh, that's all stems from uh, the biggest traitor, Woodrow Wilson. Of course, he's uh, yeah, he was a peach of
3: a fella and an example of Democrats oh, my racist, corrupt. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you know, when you look through history, Ed, and you look at at the people who have represented the Democrat Party, it's the reason that the word Democrat should immediately, immediately be connected to corrupt fraudulent criminal to me that's what they are thanks ed for the call i appreciate it very much i know it's three hours i know i'm on remote i still feel like it went fast i think i could do another hour even with the headache i could do it but i'm looking forward to the humidor in lyle i'm gonna go have a cigar with Proft and prager and i'm gonna get food you know the girl that want to give me food i went out there to get food she said no it's for the vips i put the v in vip lady the hell is going on here? How about some respect? Should have wore a sport coat. Prof's out there. He looks like he's got a job. It's ridiculous. All right, I had a great time. I'll be back in 21 hours. Johnny Rocket, you stink. I can't believe you're leaving me. Jerk.